This is a special world report with a friend of Megagoria. Time in ages to speak to some stranger on the street. Did you lay down at night and think of tomorrow? Go out and buy you a gun. Did you turn off that violent old movie you're watching and turn on I Love Lucy reruns? Did you go to a church and hold hands with some strangers? Stand in line and give your own blood. Did you just stay home and cling tight to your family? Thank God you had somebody to love. I'm just a singer of simple songs. I'm not a real political man. I watch CNN, but I'm not sure I can tell you the difference in Iraq and Iran. 
What happened January 1st, 2001? Maria was called to Apparition Hill. And Our Lady said, My dear children, now that when Satan is unchained, I desire you to be consecrated to my heart and the heart of my son Jesus. I will bless you with my motherly blessing. I wrote something for Maria and her husband Paolo a couple of months about the event. I sent the song you just heard by Alan Jackson. This is what I wrote to them. Our little school stopped when people began to call us. We spilled out of it, the mothers from our homes, and all of us came out of the tabernacle of Our Lady's messages, and we sat in the grass and listened to the radio. The whole country stopped. We listened. We prayed. We memoried an event that in all its evil birthed more love among us. The daily rosary made us feel the field was a million miles away from everything. No planes for four days in the sky. It was strange and eerie, yet there was a peace here that we had not experienced before. We felt closer in the hands of God. Amidst the unbelievable events, we felt secure. We had Our Lady. They tell us everyone who suffered the Pentagon attack, who was not a Christian, is suffering tremendously or going crazy. Yes, we were secure. Our Lady said, June 25th, 2002, Little children, with me you are secure. We've placed our family, our community, our future into her love. Now here we are, 23 years later. Our Lady calls Maria on January 1st, 2024. On that January 1st, 2001, within nine months, 
the term of birth, Satan, being unchanged, attacked. And now, 23 years later, a lady does something very serious, calling the whole village to come to the mountain. Thousands of people were there. She wanted everybody to pray from 3 o'clock to 6 o'clock. Why 3 o'clock? You know what time her son died at that point. We need discernment. What is Our Lady saying to us? Going to the mountain on January 1st, 2024. If she did something 23 years ago, there is something she wants us to understand. Our Lady said, November 7th, 1985, I am calling you to the love of neighbor and love toward the one from whom evil comes to you. And then she adds to this, in that way, you will be able to discern the intentions of hearts. January 25th, 1993, years later, may every hatred and jealousy disappear from your life and your thoughts, and may there dwell love for God and for your neighbor. Thus, only thus, shall you be able to discern the signs of the time. So, three days ago, Our Lady is pointing to what's coming in the future. The message given to Maria on Apparition Hill, Thank you for having responded to my call and praying for my intentions. You will not regret it. Neither you nor your children and your children's children. We don't completely understand what she says, but we can reason out there has to be a purification of the world. 9-11, everybody was going to church together. Everybody loved each other. And it united the country, even the world. So this message is not necessarily that we may say what she says. You have to do a lot of discerning right now for what's coming in 2024. In July, we had a special apparition for five days. July 4th, we read the consecration for the United States of America. Some could say, what about the other nations? I can tell you, our nation, if it falls, every nation will. That's why Satan has put so much effort to destroy it. We're already having an invasion right now from the borders. Many of them are terrorists. You get thousands of people that have walked in here, not for good reasons, but to destroy this country. Satan has to take down this country, and all the other nations will fall like dominoes. No country is letting the borders just to be flooded. Why does that happen here? They're taking over, literally, private property. They're chopping down trees, taking it over. Just an example, 75-acre property on the southern border, 70 miles east of San Diego, 
huge crowds and migrants troop across his land every day. Another couple, their 17 acres, is a campsite. Clothing and mounds of trash, and they can't step it. They're not allowed to. They say letting the migrants come in is destroying us. Maria Suster claims that federal authorities and local sheriff departments have told her they are unable to remove hordes of strangers off their property. What do you think is going on? They're just taking it over. Why is China letting their people come in here? There's evidence that there are terrorists invading this country. 62-year David Fitzgerald said that migrants show up on his doorsteps one after another, over and over. That's in New York. David said they're knocking on the door looking for money. He says, we never had this before. He said, it's more than annoying. Another home, Paul Sandzone, migrants, are now knocking on his door on a regular basis, putting him and his wife on edge. They had two migrants knocking on the door, wanting food and money, and they were wearing ankle monitors. They're criminals. They say it's alarming. Others are coming to the doors, knocking, wanting clothes, one after another. On top of all this, they just seized 27,000 plus pounds of fentanyl. It's very deadly. To understand how deadly it is, you take a grain of sand, cut it in half. That much, a half of grain of sand will kill you. This 27,000 pounds will kill 6 billion people. And people are dropping dead all over the place. There is a real big assault in the United States, and it's going to spread from here to the rest of the world. Just in 2023, 2.5 million people have come in. They're not already good people. And it's not going to help us if they're not bad people. It's insane what Biden's doing. Where did that come from? Social justice. I've talked about this many times. Russia has 16 different languages. Webster, over 200 years ago, knew that it was critical that from one side of the United States to the other, we had one common language. That's English. It's one of our strengths. What does the bishops do? In the same parishes, you have to have a Spanish mass, and it doesn't help them. Our language is being killed, which unites us. There's already places like in Miami, parts of it, there's no English. The streets are not English. Webster was genius. He spent 20 years making the dictionary. 2024. We've got a critical election. I would say so much, all the way back to George Washington. The fact that I let him give this message, it can be interpreted, oh, nice for our kids. It's only going to be nice for our generations if it's purified. 
for the next president, you can know who Satan hates and who Satan likes. I can tell you, he loves Biden. The man just a couple, three months ago, he welcomed Abinamos. And he said, quote, we got your back covered. Then the Catholic wife, Jill, and she does a speech. We love you. They're dressed up. They're undressed. And silence from the church. Nothing. It is clear who is for evil. Biden, for Christmas, or maybe just after Christmas, he went to the Virgin Islands. And the news says he went to Mass. The guy should be excommunicated. Nobody's going to talk about that in the church. As for our bishops, cowards. I've said it many times. They don't respect their position. I do. I come back to this about the bishops. Of all the presidents for the United States of America, there's not even close to assassinate when Trump was president. And even now more. They have to kill him. When he went to Georgia, it was incredible. How many cars, how many motorcycles. Years ago, we took the kids in Birmingham when Bush was here. His motorcade wasn't nothing compared to Trump's. There is so much to protect him because the Secret Service is constantly, throughout the day, threats, real threats. Tucker Carlson, he did a clip that Trump is going to be assassinated. They want to kill him. Who are they? The people that know that they had to stop Trump. Why? Because they know if he becomes president, there's going to be a big sweeping with the United States. Follows this now. This is Tucker's interview. One of my core beliefs about life is that nothing is static, everything is dynamic. It's moving in one direction or another. And it's so hard to adjust to that as a human being because you want everything to stay the same, but nothing ever does. So if you want to know what things are going to look like in the future, just chart out what has been happening recently and ask yourself, are things accelerating or decelerating? Are they moving up, down, right, left? I mean, just chart it out. And in the case of Trump, they started with protests, they moved to impeachment. Now they're at indictment. None of it has worked. What's next? What is, what could possibly be next? If you felt, and you really believed and a lot of them do, that the worst thing that could happen to the country and more specifically to you in the professional class, is to have Donald Trump as president and everything you have tried has failed and they have been accelerating steps, protests, impeachment, indictment. Like, how many more arrows do you have in your quiver? And what's the next one? And of course, it's assassination. And assassination happens around the world. I had dinner with former president of Haiti in my house last night. His successor was murdered in his bed in the presidential palace in Port-au-Prince. And he's hardly alone. People get assassinated. I mean, I, they've been assassinated in this country. Far more Just often in than Japan. we're willing to admit. It happened in Japan. That's exactly right. So it's not, it's not crazy. And of course, it's the last thing I want. I said it directly to Trump, by the way, because it's so obvious. How could you not say that? So I did. And he did not engage with me at all on that subject. And I don't know what he actually thinks of it, but he's smart. And so he must know that that's true. But why? So again, it's just another example of what you said a minute ago wisely. If you want to know what's true, Look at the things you're not allowed to say. You're not allowed to say them, not because they're conspiracy theories or lies. You're not allowed to say them precisely because they are not conspiracy theories or lies. 
they are true. Yeah. And that is true, period. Let me ask you a question. It wasn't part of my rundown here, but you, you got me thinking about something. Uh, Trump's up in a lot of these swing state polls. You know, they're polls, I get it, acute moments in time, anything could change, but just take it for what it's worth. He's got a decent chance of winning. Um, if he were to win this thing, we have obviously this period between November and January and the swearing in. I'm not sure that's going to go well. I, and I'm, I'm trying to be understated here. Uh, I, I don't yes. think that's going to end well. I couldn't agree with you more. I'm taking a deep breath because I have so many thoughts, most of which I'm not going to express because I have no, I have no evidence other than my own intuition and what seems obvious. And I, I think we probably share exactly the same views on this. Look, they have set up Donald Trump as president as the one thing they, they can't tolerate. Now, that's anti-democratic right there. Democracy demands that people who didn't vote for a candidate submit to his rule if he wins democratically. That's a baseline requirement for democracy. All of us have been through it. Some guy you hate gets elected and you have to sit there and be like, okay, he's the president. He's my president. It's my country. And I'm going to sit there like a good little boy as he reigns. I disagree with him, but I'm not going to try and kill him because I believe in the system. They, that's kind of the traditional Western view of democracy. They don't have a Western view of anything. They don't believe in democracy. So they're not bound by the normal rules that the rest of us are and have been for 250 years. So I just don't think they're going to tolerate it. I don't think they think like us. They're like, well, you know, he won. I guess we should let him govern. They didn't do that last time, and they definitely won't do it this time. And, of course, the difference now is we know exactly who they are. We know exactly what they think. And we know, to some extent, the lengths they will go to get their will. And they don't have any boundaries at all. They use the U.S. military against the American population. So who would do that? Well. People who don't have limits would do that. So what are their what are their boundaries in this case? I, I literally don't think they have boundaries. And I think that we should be prepared, at least internally, psychologically, uh, for them to do anything. On December 7th, 2023, Donald Trump said, quote, I want to close the border and I want to drill, 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 drill. Then he was asked, are you going to be a dictator? Trump said, no, 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 other than day one. We were closing the border, and we're drilling, drilling, drilling. After that, I'm not a dictator. We need somebody. In Rome, a couple of thousand years ago, and through the periods, and everything's all off kilter, they would appoint somebody for one year to be a dictator. And throughout history... The best one that went in that position was a farmer. He cleaned everything up. There's people that don't like Trump. If you don't like his personality, you have to like what he did for the country for four years. It's in the history. It's written down. It's in the news. In the 60s, on the TV when we saw it, Chicago and all these places up north, they were looting, rioting. And the looters, I remember seeing men shot after breaking the windows of the stores. And you know what they did? It stopped the looting. Trump says his plan is going to get rid of thousands of career federal workers of the civil service protections. He has vowed to increase the military roles on domestic soil including ceding the National Guard to the border 
and to cities like Chicago to tackle crime. Trump has warned that the gravest threats to the nation has come is not from abroad, but from within. He has called for expanding, using the death penalty, while praising countries that rely on quick trails, extrajudicial killings, and said, and looters should be shot. That would stop all this looting, where 50 people go into Walmart or Home Depot. It's moral to do that. The mentality that we can't defend ourselves and our businesses. This next clip, Tucker Carlson with Jesse Kelly on the military and Trump. I mean, if I'm going to be totally honest with you, the next 12 months are going to be, you know, I think very volatile and potentially extremely volatile. And I hope that's not the case, but I think it's entirely possible. In fact, maybe even likely. So I mean, you've got tens of millions of young men from foreign countries whose identities we know nothing about. And Democrats in the Congress are trying to push them into the military. So people show up in your country from Africa or, or Latin America, you have no idea who they are, whether they have a criminal record, and then you hand them automatic weapons. What is that about? I mean, on, honestly, what is that about? Why, why would our leaders want to assemble an army of foreigners who know nothing about this country, may not even speak the language, and then turn them loose in our country? So, I mean, you know, I don't know the answer to that. I find that the single most ominous thing that's happening but I think we need to be prepared for some radical stuff to happen in the next 12 months. And I want to stay on the air. And I'm just absolutely worried about an advertiser model. I love advertisers, even the Alfredo pizza guys. But I've been through a lot of advertiser boycotts in 30 years in the media. And I, I don't want that in the middle of an election year. Yeah, no, I like it. It's smart. And yet the, the military thing. I caught Dick Durbin when he said that on the House floor, pitching for these illegals yes. in the military. And I had the exact same thought, Tucker. Look, the, the red-blooded American male from Nebraska may very well refuse his orders to fire on you and your family. But private first class, deep, exactly. deep from whatever country he is, he has no loyalty to you, to your country, to your exactly constitution. Right. He's going to be loyal exactly. to whoever's handing out citizenship at the end. What troubles me about the debate now about the southern border is it is one half of the immigration equation. Presiding officer, my colleague from the state of Illinois, has legislation which addresses one aspect of that. Her bill, and I hope I describe it accurately, says that if you are an undocumented person in this country and you can pass the physical and the required test, background test, the like, you can serve in our military, and if you do it honorably, we will make you citizens of the United States. They're spying on, I mean, military intelligence is spying on Americans. That, that never happened. When you served in the military, the military's mission was really clear, defend the country from foreigners. And now the military is being used domestically a lot. And so if you're going to fill its ranks with foreigners and arm them, I should be really worried about that. Why is no one saying this? This is a huge deal. It's not as if at any point in time in history, communists have used the military against their own citizens. They would certainly never consider exactly. something like that. I told you earlier, we're going back to the bishops. In 2016, there were 137 million people who voted for the race of Trump and Clinton, and he won. The media was shocked. Practically, they were crying because it was rigged. And they knew they couldn't get too far ahead. And they thought I had enough cheating what they did at the time. People say you didn't do it. 
Discernment, I could see it. Now, he did one. He wasn't supposed to wear it. The newscasters were so shocked because they knew what they were doing. Trump has said for this run, one thing he's going after if he's elected, he's going after the journalists. So the next run with Trump, they had to make sure they had to get plenty of votes. The evidence is out there, a lot of the votes. Unlike in 2016, 137 millions. In 2020, 154 million people supposedly voted in the election. Trump got 74 million votes, and Biden got 81 millions, 7 million votes more over Trump. We know we all have the thing about the Russians did this. They got into our, our voting things. So he got that. In the United States, there are 62 million Catholics. There's a percentage under 18 years old. 49% of Catholics voted for Biden. Out of that 49% of Catholics that voted for Biden, we only needed 7 million and one of the votes for Trump to be reelected. But I tell you, we got 100 and 94 dioceses. We got 434 bishops. We got 266 bishops are active. They had every reason to speak instead of being silent because they didn't like Trump. This block put Biden in office. VI to the bishops. If they got up and said, this man... Is for abominable. He's for, he's proved it at his own house as vice president, married two men. That's out there. There's a picture of it. And with his wife. So I put all this problem we have this last four years on the shoulders of the bishops. If they told their priest, you cannot vote for somebody who's for abortion, and you can't give somebody that's for marrying man and somebody that flatly taking communion. And the priest in Washington was given communion. What was the bishop in Washington? He didn't say nothing. I say, stop. This whole broadcast comes back down to what I'm telling you right now. Our bishops are derelict in their jobs and what they're supposed to do. Thank you, bishops. Your silence has got hundreds of thousands of people dying because your policies. I've said it before. You're cowards. You're not men. Those who won't speak out is eunuchs. I don't apologize for saying that because a lady says the same thing. Maybe not in the words I'm saying. A lady said May 2nd, 2017, pray for your shepherds. The shepherd of the diocese is a bishop. Pray for your shepherds to have all the more light so as to be able to illuminate all those who are living in darkness. You didn't do that, the bishop. We know that because our lady says you got to pray for them because they're not doing that. Otherwise, our lady wouldn't make that statement. May 2nd, 2015. 
pray for the holiness of your shepherds. See what our lady's doing? She's looking at, you can read this message a hundred years from now, to pray for the holiness, because in the future, when the church is purified, you can take it as a positive instead of a negative. Because what the wind is blowing is the bishops owns this situation of the downfall of the United States. With the power they have, the puppet they had, 266 bishops. I have a bishop that told me that there's only five bishops really conservative. And I imagine if the others, they conceal it because they have no guts. February 2nd, 2014. Pray for your shepherds that the ray of God's grace may illuminate their ways. Their ways must not be illuminated. Or we have to be praying for them. October 2nd, 2013. Pray that they may have the strength and the love to lead you. They don't love us. They don't love the guys got 75 acres. The bishop there is not condemning that. That the border's just coming in there, tearing people's property. Pray that they may have the strength and the love to lead you. You're not doing it. You're not telling the peasants in the pew. You better be voting for the man that is anti-abortion and many other things that has helped the church and helped us. April 2nd, 2013. Again, I'm warning you. Pray for those who my son called. That's Jesus called his bishops. And then she says, whose hands he blessed and whom he gave as a gift to you. Sounds nice, but we know they're not doing that. And we know in the future, when the church is purified, this is a bit positive. But right now we know it's happening. And with the silence, our lady says after she says, whom he gave as a gift to you. And three times she says this, pray, pray, pray for your shepherds. Does that say something to you? Why? Why do you guys say three times? And why she said it this way, again, I am warning you. September 2nd, 2011. I'm especially praying for the shepherds that they may be worthy representatives of my son and lead you to the way of truth. May 2nd, 2011. I am especially praying for the shepherds for God to help them to be alongside you with the fullness of heart. If they're alongside with us, we don't have to pray God for the help them. Again, I say, LA's messages are genius. It could be positive or negative. In the future, again, what I say, when the church is purified, we'll have them working with us. And lastly, very strong, March 18th, 2009, do not forget your shepherds. Pray that they may not get lost. Uh-oh. Are they lost? Yeah, they're lost. 
They're silenced. Biden is their guy. Gomez, head of the conference for all the bishops, he was pride. We got a Catholic as a president now. That's knowing Biden and the vice president for this abominable marriages and also being for pro-abortion. That was known. This is worth repeating. Do not forget your shepherds. Pray that they may not get lost, that they may remain in my son so as to be good shepherds for the flocks. And we want that, but we don't have it right now. We don't. Out of that 49% of Catholics, easily, if the bishops spoke that you can't vote for Biden, Trump would have been president. And that's what I wanted to go through this whole broadcast and what the serious situation we have. Just seven million and one vote, we would not be in the situation we're in now. May 13, 1982, Ali said his enemies have wanted to kill him, but I protect him. John Poe got shot. You say, well, he's not going to say that for a president. Well, within a few months, Reagan was shot, and he should have died. His situation in shot was worse than what they thought. You need to start a patriotic prayer group in your parish once a week. We're going to release a production to pray for. It's very beautiful. We've worked on it for three years. Even the voices come from Hollywood. We've got a Christian that we know very good. We've worked with him for a long time. And what you got to be praying for is for Donald Trump because his enemies want to kill him. And you need to be praying what our lady said in this message. His enemies have wanted to kill him, but I protected him. Melania prays the rosary. She loves our lady. You want to see something beautiful? I want you to go on your, your website and look at this and tell me Trump is a bad guy. You don't have to like his personality. His heart is right, and if we don't get him, we're done. Our lady just gave this January 1st. We're either going to have generations that need to have purification that would go well for them. If you doubt of all these things said, there's something you can see right now. Trump, Melania, and our whole family in front of the White House is stunning. President Kennedy was Catholic. And Trump, the night he won the convention in 2020, Satan did not want Trump to win. And silence helped him lost.
proof is in the pudding. This should motivate you to get this broadcast, send it to your bishops, write letters to them that you're sick of the silence and speak out. Mary didn't call Maria to the mountains and the whole village unless she needed something for her intention. I want to finish with some words of a lady that I believe, after what you just listened, that he needs protection. August 34, 1982. I have particularly protect those who have been consecrated to me. Start consecrated Trump for his protection. December 31, 1982. Persevere in prayer and in sacrifice I will protect you and will hear your prayers. April 25th, 1988. I am protecting you with my motherly mantle. You just heard that song, and he's standing there thinking of Our Lady. You don't think she want to protect him? Pray for him. Our Lady has a plan. And she says, September 25th, 1990. I am with you. I am protecting you. Even though Satan wishes to destroy my plans and hinder the desires which the Heavenly Father wants realized. Take this to heart. We're in a situation that we just saw and heard on the mountain January 1st, we don't know what's coming, but we need protection. We need Trump protected. And pray for him. And pray for the bishops that they wake up, come out of the slumber of cowardness. With all my heart to you for this, I wish you a lady. I love you. Good night. Good night.